Hey everybody, uh, thanks for joining with us. Uh, what we'd like to do is relationships. Uh, this is the last Wednesday in February, uh, and uh, February is, you know, uh, Valentine's Day month, uh, and so just a, just a great month to, uh, and, and a great time to uh, focus on relationships, to uh, talk about relationships, to work on our uh, relationships because relationships are so uh, incredibly uh, important. Um, so that's what we're going to do. I'm going to just take some time and uh, talk about uh, relationships and how to have um, beautiful, uh, healthy, life-giving, life-changing relationships. Uh, before we get into that, um, let's pray uh, together. Uh, it, it just As I said that, it just came to my mind that 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 is such an important part of relationships. Oh yeah, uh, pray, prayer and and praying together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there you go. That's a, I didn't think about that earlier, but that's free. Uh, <laughs> pray, and that's gonna that's gonna really help out uh, a lot. Let's pray together. Uh, Lord, we thank you uh, for your love for us. Uh, we thank you that you uh, desire for us uh, relationship not only with you that's beautiful and uh, and and life giving. Uh, but but you also desire us to have relationships with one another uh, that are beautiful and life-giving and, and life-changing. And Lord, we pray that as we uh, talk about this tonight, that you would just be with us and that you would uh, speak to us, that you would uh, lead and guide our conversation, that your will would be done. Uh, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Um, we're thankful for uh, uh, His help uh, in every area of our lives. It's one of the great things about um, being a, a believer, uh, a child of God, is is now you have um, His help uh, coming into every one, every area of your life, and and one of the areas that we need uh, so much Holy Spirit help and guidance is in the area of our uh, relationships. Yes. Um, yeah, I, I think that uh, that each and every one of us, uh, I, I don't think, I know that each and every one of us uh, need and desire, desire and need uh, healthy, beautiful, life-giving, life-changing relationships. And, and I believe that Jesus uh, desires that for us uh, as well. I, I think that, that healthy, beautiful relationships are essential uh, to abundant life. And, and Jesus said in John 10, 10, uh, that he's come that we might have life and, and that more abundantly. Yes. And, and so one of the things that he was working on and, and, and moving uh, to, to make happen uh, was for each and every one of us uh, to, uh, to enter into new relationship with him uh, and, and also to have uh, relationships with one another uh, that are that are beautiful, uh, healthy, and and life giving. I, I don't think that you can that you can do without relationships uh, that are that are life giving and and life changing uh, and healthy and beautiful, and still have the abundant life that Jesus Christ has for us. It's it's an essential part of it. We're we're not made uh, to do life alone. And, and we're not made uh, to, uh, to do life in, in broken, uh, destructive 
relationships with one another. Uh, we, are, we are not going to be fulfilled or satisfied or happy uh, in that. We've got to have, uh, in order to have abundant life, we've got to have uh, beautiful, uh, healthy, life-giving relationships. Mm-hmm. And the good news is, uh, is that because of Jesus and all that He's done, we can That's right. have beautiful, yeah. healthy, uh, life-giving uh, relationships. He's come that we might have abundant life. Uh, relationships are a huge part of that. Uh, and in everything that he's accomplished, he's made it possible uh, for us to have the kind of relationships that we need and that we uh, desire. Uh, but, you know, if, you, if you've been alive very long <laughs> or in relationship very long, <laughs> uh, you know that uh, that it takes effort, uh, that, it, that it takes yes. uh, work, uh, that, it, that it takes wisdom, that it takes you know, the, the guidance of Scripture and of the Holy Spirit uh, uh, in order for these relationships, in order for our relationships to be uh, what we would desire for ourselves and what God would desire for us uh, as well. Um, so, you know, I, I would say that you're pretty good at this, that you're pretty good at relationships. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and I know that that that's because the Lord's given you some wisdom and guidance and direction. So help us out. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that I'm pretty good at it, but <laughs> <laughs> but God is, that's and He true. lives inside yes. of me. Yes, and uh, so that's that's one of the things I just kind of want to talk about. But I was thinking about in relationships, um, the aspect of when we have conflict or disagreement or um, does that happen? Absolutely, <laughs> it does. Whenever you live with somebody or you're close to somebody, <laughs> you're going to have conflicts, disagreements, um, arguments, you know. But as children of God, we have to learn how to handle these the way that He wants us to, yes. you know, because that's going to give us abundant life. You know, we can have such beautiful relationships when we allow God to come in and help us with every aspect of it. And I think a big part of it is, you know, learning how to handle conflict and and resolution in our relationships. Um, Because Jesus is the resolution. (laughs) He is the answer for everything that we need um, in our relationships. Um, And the Bible has all the answers. I was reading an article the other day about this church and this pastor who preaches that the Word of God is not the Word of God. That the Bible is not the Word of God. I was like, what? And they, and one of the things that he said was, you know, it's got so many impossible things that it teaches you how to live that it's impossible to live that way. Well, that's totally antichrist because the word of God is possible to live the word of God because with God, all things are possible. Yeah. How do we know that? Because God, the Bible, the Bible tells, tells me so. so. <laughs> That's right. And the you should fact, not listen to that preacher. No, you should not. You should not. And we need to listen to the Word of God because the Word of God is powerful. Yes. And it also has said about me that that He has given us the same power mm. that has raised Jesus Christ from the grave yes. lives inside of me. So therefore, all things are possible with Christ. All things are possible with God, and He has given me the power to live righteously. Yes. And so Amen. we can take that and apply that to our relationships and say, well, we can't do this. We can't um, have conflict. We can't have resolution and conflict and forgiveness and all that in our relationship. Yes, we can, because with God, all things are possible. That's and right. He has given us the power to live that way. So I don't want you to ever think, well, I can't do what the, I can, it's just so hard to live what the Bible says. It is difficult, yes, but with Christ and with God, all That's things right. are possible, mm-hmm. and he's given us the power to do so. So some of the things I just wanted to point out, just whenever you have conflict or you have disagreements or arguments, and I mean, we even, 
even us as pastors, you know, mm-hmm. we have those things happen in our lives. And just together, we've had, you know, arguments or disagreements. Not very often. Yeah. I will say that in our marriage life, we've not had a whole lot of arguments, you know. So, uh, but when we have, these are kind of some of the things that, that over our almost 19 years of marriage, which is coming up next week, March the 2nd, um, what? March the second. March the second. Yeah, I thought I said the wrong thing. No, uh, you said it right. <laughs> okay. March I was just giving a visual aid. Yes. All right. <laughs> so March the second, we'll be married 19 years. So over those 19 years, we've kind of given, you know, God's kind of we've worked through some stuff. Yeah. And it's been uh, so good. So I just kind of wanted to share some of that wisdom. And I know there's people out there who've been married a lot longer, and they could share wisdom with us. That's right. But these are just some of the things that God has taught us. Uh, but just communication. Mm-hmm. was the first thing I wanted to talk about. Communication is so key in any relationship, whether it's husband or wife, whether it's, you know, family members or co-workers or whatever, but communication is so important. I think some of our biggest arguments yes. or disagreements have been around not communicating or, you know, the the wrong kind of communication. But I just wanted to read to you what um, what James 1.19 says. And it says, my dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Yes. Now, you might say that's impossible. Yeah, I marked that out in my mind. Did you? Well, you shouldn't. You should go erase (laughs) the mark out there. That is possible because with God, all things are possible. And the Holy Spirit has given us the power to do this. So I was just this couple of weeks ago, I was in a situation where I was getting really, really angry. There was something happening to one of my kids that was making me really angry. And I was, it was bubbling up. I don't know if you've ever had that happen. A few times. A few times. Especially, All right. I don't know if you. Especially when it comes to my kids. Whenever yeah. you, yeah, you yeah. know, Mama Bear can get a yeah. little riled up sometimes. But, and maybe some of you guys watching or listening to podcasts, you know, you've had that happen. Well, I just kind of had to like, you know, the Holy Spirit the whole time was saying, all right, Joy, you got to calm down. You, gotta, you know, you, you need to be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to become angry. And I actually was texting a couple of my friends and, and my mom, and I was like, look, you're going to have to pray for me because this situation <laughs> here, I'm getting really angry. And so they texted me back and said, I'm praying for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so then I got to thinking, we get that backwards so many times. We get quick to be angry, quick to speak, but we don't be, we're not quick to listen to the Holy Spirit. That's right. Mm-hmm. So he wants us to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. So good. So, mm-hmm. good. so yes. good. And so we need to we need to make sure we're exercising that in our in our um, relationships. And whenever we're having disagreements or arguments, that's one of the verses we need to rem- that word needs to be hidden in our heart. So then whenever so, we come with a you know have a disagreement, that's gonna come out. Yes. You know, okay, Holy Spirit, I'm gonna listen to you. I'm gonna yield to you, Holy Spirit, and you're gonna help me in this situation. And also made me mm-hmm. remind remind me of this. And some of us need to maybe um, put this on our forehead or <laughs> you know whatever. <laughs> Psalm one forty one three says this: Set a guard over my mouth, Lord. Yes. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Sometimes we just say too much, yeah. you know, and we, and even the Holy Spirit will stop us and say, don't say it, don't say it. And you just, in your flesh, you just want to say it, you yeah. know. And so we need the Holy Spirit to watch over the door of our lips. And um, another, another, another. Can I just point this yes, out? Yes, go yeah. for it. So, so you got James 1 telling us a difficult thing to do. Yes. And then you got Psalm 141 telling us that the Lord's going to help us do it. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Amen. His word is all powerful so all and things, needs 
everything that we need. So we can do all that's things right. through Christ. Yes, we can. Us, that's right. And that's the only and way we can God, do it. God, all things are possible. That's it. Yeah. That's right. Um, another another um, just thing that we need to remember in our relationships and whenever we are having disagreements and, and arguments and all that is to not get angry. And this yeah. Ephesians 4, 26, 27 says this. It says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. You know, before we get married, that's that's such godly advice that older saints give you. You know, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. And you just yeah. think of that and you just, oh, you know, brush it off. But we can't do that to the Word of God. That's right. Because older saints know what they're talking about. And they know that when you go to bed angry... That during that time that you go to bed angry and you just sleep on it, you mm-hmm. know, that the enemy can come in and he can get a foothold into your relationship there. So it's so important not to not to get angry and not to go to bed angry. Yes. Because we don't want to give the devil a foothold in our relationships. That's right. And so we want to make sure to just reconcile, you know, before the sun goes down. Before you go to sleep, make sure you've reconciled with your spouse if you've had a disagreement or an argument. Um, and then the, the, there's so many things we could, we could focus on here. But the last thing I wanted to point out was make sure when you've had a disagreement, argument, you know, hopefully you've done your communication right. You haven't got angry. But in our flesh, you know, sometimes we do do this. Right. We get angry. When you do do that, make sure that there's always, always forgiveness. Yes. Forgiveness. Um, and you are so good at this. You're better at this than me because you do it quicker. You listen to the Holy Spirit quicker, I think, than I do. Yeah. But we have disagree. We've had disagreements, and you always are so quick to say, "Hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that." Or, you know, will you please forgive me for this? Even if it's my fault, you, you're always really, you know, you're good at that. And it just kind of shines a light on on me that I need to be quicker to forgive, you know. But God wants us to be forgiving. Whenever, especially in our relationships, bitterness and unforgiveness cannot come in and and um, right. build have a root in that relationship. Amen. So I just wanted to point out a couple of verses here, but the love chapter, First yes. Corinthians thirteen. But I wanted to focus on five, so thirteen five. It talks about love. It says love. It does not dishonor others. Yeah. So when we're honoring each other, you know the disagreements and the, dis- the arguments and all that. When we're honoring each other. It's not going to blow up into something that, you know, we're not going to be able to um, to handle because honoring one another is going to a lot of times put that, those disagreements and, and arguments to, you know, just ugh, put the fire out of those. Right. <laughs> so we need to honor each other. It's fire out. That's yeah. <laughs> it's not self-seeking. A lot of times disagreements are about selfish things. Mm-hmm. I want what I want. You, what, you want what you want. So we're going to argue, yeah. you know. So, but love is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. I think God really wants us to focus on that, not get angry in yes. our relationships. And it keeps no record of wrong. I think when we forgive, that we, we take the book that we all, that, you know, I feel just in my mind, this is kind of what I see, but we take, take a book in our, in our, in, file it away in our mind of, okay, he's done this wrong. She did that to me mm-hmm. 10 years ago. This person did that to me. And you keep a record of wrongs. Yeah. And then in arguments, you'll say, you remember five years ago when you did that and blah, blah, blah. You know, love does not keep a record of wrong. Mm -hmm. So in forgiveness, we take that record of wrong and throw it out. Yeah. So that's that's something we should never say. That's true. It really is because here's God's word telling us right here. we don't have one. We don't have one. We We throw it away. And 
You might say that's impossible. Yeah. But, but with God, come on. all things are yes, possible. Amen. Then Ephesians 4.32 says this, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. And then Matthew 18, 21, Peter comes to Jesus. I think it's kind of funny, maybe interesting, um, maybe relatable that it was Peter that came to Jesus to ask this because I feel like Peter probably got a little angry sometimes. Maybe the Papa Bear, you know, rose up in him a good bit of times mm -hmm. and he had to he had to really ask the Lord for help in this, you know. And I relate to that. <laughs> so Peter comes to Jesus and he asks, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? You know, seven times, surely that is enough. And Jesus <laughs> <That's> answered, <a lot. laughs> Jesus answered, I tell you, not seven times, but seventy seven times and so we just need to when we forgive we just need to keep on forgiving keep on forgiving keep on forgiving yes. keep on forgiving and just keep on forgiving and once we keep when we keep on forgiving the forgiveness becomes a lifestyle yeah. you know and that's, that's what good. I think what Jesus a forgiveness lifestyle, a forgiveness like lifestyle. Yes. and when you apply all these to your relationships whether it's husband or wife whether it's you know a family member or or a friend or coworker or whoever you're in relationships with when you apply all these to your relationships then you are in Christ mm -hmm. living beautiful relationships with others which yes. God has called us to do that's right to love him and to love others as ourselves so we've got to get a hold of these beautiful relationship applications and apply them to our lives and make that happen. And I just wanted to end um, my part with this, just a short story. I feel like it just kind of pulls all this together. Yes. But um, there was, I was, we were sitting down with a couple the other day and we were having supper and they were talking about getting in an argument. And they said, you know, we were on this trip. We had all the kids with us. Um, you know, it was just, and, he, you know, when you go on a long trip with kids with you, you're going to get into some arguments. Possible. Possible. Very possible. Could happen. Could happen. More than likely, it's <laughs> going to happen. And so we're like, you know, they were like, we're, we were um, arguing between the two of us. You know, just the couple was arguing. And so they, then the, the wife heard in the background, he, it was one of the sons, it was the oldest son, he said, listen. This is how it's going to go down. They're going to argue. And then in a few minutes, they're going to ask for forgiveness from each other. And then they're going to look back at us and say, kids, we're sorry. We shouldn't have argued in front of you. you know, this is the oldest son saying this, okay? And so within just to a few siblings. To his siblings, yeah. yeah. And so then within just a few minutes, that happened. And that just struck me as like, wow, this couple yeah, has a wonderful example. wonderful example of how we need to handle our relationships. This couple in front of their kids apologized to each other, asked for forgiveness, and then asked forgiveness from them. Yes. You know? And it was just such a beautiful, I was like, man, that's so beautiful. And the fact that the children knew that this is what mom and dad do. That's right. And this is what we do. Yep. You know? Praise the Lord. And so I just want, as, as people of God, we've got to live that example. Yes. And especially in front of our kids and in front of our neighbors, in front of everyone we come in contact with. They need to see the beautiful relationships we have and, and how we live them out full and loud that's for right. people to see because when they do, come they on. see Jesus. Yes, amen. And that's, that's the whole, that's what our whole purpose and, and, and God's given us is to point, point yeah. our lives back to Him and give Him honor and glory. Yes, amen. Uh, so give us some help amen. from the Word on relationships. <clears throat> Um, yeah, one of the great 
relationship passages is, is Ecclesiastes 4. Uh, you, you probably know it. That's where you know a cord of three strands is not easily or, or quickly broken uh, is found, and uh, and it just it 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 really illustrates the truth that relationships are essential to abundant life, uh, and then gives out some of the benefits of uh, healthy life giving uh, relationships. So just let me read it for you, Ecclesiastes uh, four, uh, starting in verse seven. Um, you know you know Solomon. Uh, and all of his wisdom wrote this uh, book just kind of investigating life and uh, and everything that it has to offer. Uh, and, uh, and this is what he has to say uh, here about relationships. Verse 7, it says, Again, I saw something meaningless under the sun. There was a man all alone. He had neither son nor brother. There was no end to his toil. Uh, yet his eyes were not content with his wealth. Uh, his 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 money and possessions wasn't satisfying mm. him. He was alone, had a lot of stuff. It wasn't satisfying him. Uh, For whom am I toiling, he asked, and why am I depriving myself of enjoyment? This too is meaningless, a miserable business. Uh, so he's got everything that you would you would think that you would need or right. want, but he doesn't have relationships. He's all alone, mm. and and he recognizes that it's for nothing. That he's not enjoying any of this. That this is meaningless. That it's a miserable uh, business. So you know, just just reminding us that we were created for relationships. This is a need and a desire in our lives. We cannot go through life alone. And we can't go through life destroying all of our uh, relationships. We will miss out on the abundant life that Jesus has uh, for us. Uh, so, so then Solomon continues and he talks about relationships in verse 9. He says, two are better than one. It's just, just good wisdom right there, mm-hmm. isn't it? That's right. It's, just, it's better to be in relationship than it is to be alone. Beautiful life-giving, healthy relationships are better. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their work. Uh, so here's one of the benefits of relationship uh, is, uh, is that Joy and I together can do more than I can do alone. We've got a better return uh, for our work. We do more uh, together, uh, we do it better, we do it faster, and we enjoy it more. When we when we do it together, you know, so uh, it's worth working on our relationships and putting effort into them uh, because we're going to go we're going to go further, uh, faster. We're going to enjoy it more. I don't know, somebody said that I was I can't remember who it was. <laughs> Almost sounds like a superpower. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, kind of are relationships. Kind of are uh, yeah. superpowers. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, verse ten: uh, If if one falls down. His friend can help him up, but pity a man who falls and has no one to help him up. Uh, so important uh, to our to our being able to stand for the Lord is is relationship. Um, when I'm connected with life giving people of God, it it makes it easier to stand. Yeah. Uh, I, I think about um, I, like if you watch. Like some kind of survivor stuff on TV mm-hmm. or something like that, and mm-hmm. there's and there's people together and they've got to cross uh, a a difficult 
raging river mm -hmm. that you can't do it by yourself, but together they can lock arms. And I, I can't remember what I was watching, but I saw it was just two people and they locked arms and together they went across and they supported each other. And when right. one slipped, the other right. one kind of held them. Yeah. And so they were able yeah. to, to get through it and stand up because they were together. So, uh, so if you're trying to stand on your own, you're not going to be able to do it. But if you're together, then you can stand. You can hold each other up. I need, I need to be there. You know, if I'm just thinking about my wife and my children, I need to be there to hold them up and I need them there to hold me up. And if, if I fall down, I've got somebody to come over and pick me back up and lift me, lift me back up. So, so you know, another benefit of relationships is we can stand and we won't, if we fall down, we won't stay down. We'll get back up. If you're all alone, you fall down. Who's going who's gonna to lift you up? Uh, verse 11. Also, uh, if two lie down together, uh, they can keep warm. Uh, but how can one uh, keep warm alone? Uh, so relationships are, are need meeting. You know, here's, here's the meeting the need of warmth, uh, that if you're together, uh, um, that, you can, that you can stay uh, warm. You know, that's one of the reasons I love sleeping with my wife is because it, it's, uh, it's warmer in the bed <laughs> than it is. There's, there's relationships are, than it is if I'm alone. Uh, relationships are need uh, meeting. There are, there, are, there are people in our lives to help meet our needs. So one of the wonderful benefits of life-giving relationships is, is, uh, is you're able to, to have your needs met and you're also able to meet the needs of others uh, as, as well. And then there's, you know, this uh, great verse 12 that says, although one may be overpowered, two uh, can defend themselves. This is such an important verse here. And a cord of three strands is not quickly uh, broken. There's, there's strength in numbers and, and there's victory mm -hmm. in numbers. That's right. We got to remember that we have an adversary that comes against us, that together we can be victorious over him, but alone we are easily defeated. That's why the enemy wants to isolate us and get us off by ourselves, because mm -hmm. then he can be victorious over us. Right. But, but if we're together, then we can stand against the enemy and, mm -hmm. and, and fight against the enemy, you know, you know, and then you know the, the scripture that says uh, there, one can chase a thousand, but two, uh, ten thousand, uh, that, that together we can, we can not only be victorious, but we can uh, be more victorious Sorry. and we can conquer Ooh, uh, more. Uh, so, so we need relationships. We need one another together. Uh, we'll more successfully fulfill the call of God on our lives. We'll be more, we'll be, we'll be able to be victorious over the enemy. Uh, we'll be able to stand. And if we fall down, we'll be able to get up. And, to, and together we're, we're having our needs uh, met. These are just some of the benefits of, of relationships and, and why we so need relationships uh, in our lives. If, if you try to do life alone, you're going to be miserable. Uh, you're going to be uh, defeated. Uh, you're going to be easily broken. You're going to fall down. You're not going to be able to get up. Mm. Uh, you're going to be needy. Uh, if, if you try to do, do life alone, you're going to be missing out on all these wonderful benefits of relationships. Uh, so don't do that. Uh, value relationships and, and work on, 
work on your connections and making sure that your relationships are, are healthy and life-giving and beautiful and, and life-changing. Uh, yes. and, uh, and, and so to, to end here tonight, let me just give you just one word that is, that is essential for relationships and, and so important uh, that, that will help make all of these benefits in Ecclesiastes uh, a reality uh, because it'll bring your relationships into a beautiful, healthy place, and, and that is trust. Uh, trust, there's just got to be trust mm -hmm. uh, if, if there's going to be healthy, uh, beautiful, uh, life-giving uh, relationships. We, you, you've got to trust uh, your connections, and they've got to be able to trust you. But trust, uh, trust just doesn't happen. Mm. I mean, it's something that we've got to choose. Like, yeah. like I've got to choose it with you. You've got to choose it with me. But then we've also got to work on uh, building trust in our relationship. And it's not just true for marriage. You know, it's true uh, for parenting and it's true uh, for church uh, family relationships and, and, and work relationships. Uh, all your relationships, there's, there needs to be trust within them if they're going to be healthy and beautiful uh, and, and life-giving. So, uh, so, so how can we work uh, on trust? Uh, you, you might want to write uh, this down. I, I did the... Um, it's not technically an acronym, but I don't really know what else to call it. But you know, where you where you take the word and uh, trust, and and you break it down uh, into five things um, that uh, that we can all do to build trust mm. into our yeah, uh, relationships. Good. So so the T uh, is uh, is truthfulness. Um, truth is essential to trust. Uh, if there's not truth, I don't know how there can be right. can be trust. So right. if you want to build trust. Uh, into your relationships, uh, then then be truthful all the time, and truthfulness will powerfully work uh, to bring trust uh, into your relationships. Mm. So it's going to make them healthy yes. and, and life giving and life uh, changing. I, I don't know how there can there can really be trust uh, if if there's deception right. and manipulation yeah. uh, and and there lying. Yeah. yeah. So so be truthful. That's right. And it, you say, well, I don't. I need to build some trust into these relationships. Well, then start being truthful all the time. That's right. Put truthfulness into yeah. it. That's the, that's the T in trust. The, the R uh, in trust is, is righteousness. I don't think we often talk about this mm. in relationships, uh, but, but sin is so destructive uh, to uh, relationships yeah. uh, and, uh, and, and, just, and just powerfully works to break down trust. Yeah. Um, especially when there's sin that we're hiding, uh, that we're that we're covering up, uh, uh, um, that that just just destroys trust. Mm. So so put some I don't know how to say it right, but but make sure that you are are with the help of the scriptures and the Holy Spirit and and all that Jesus has done on the cross. Uh, Make sure that you are living uh, righteously and and being victorious over uh, sin. And, and again, this is this goes back to kind of what you were saying. The Bible tells us to do these things that are so hard to right, do. Right. But because of everything that Jesus has done, with God all things are possible. I'm telling you, there is a power of God at work within us to live righteously and uh and, and so we can, yes. and if we will, yes. that's going to build trust uh, into our relationships. The, uh, the, the you 
uh, in trust was kind of really difficult for me to, to figure it out. Actually, Joy had to help me with it. Uh, what I, what I kind of wanted to say was that, was that in order to, in order to, uh, one of the things that we can do to, to build trust is to give trust, uh, to, uh, you know, to build trust in our relationships, then I give you my trust. Mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, and so that means that I've got to be understanding. Uh, so that's, that's the you. Thank you for helping me with that. Uh, um, two are better than one. That's right. Two are better than one. <laughs> Amen. Um, so, so be understanding of uh, your relationships. Uh, and, and because you understand, uh, give, give trust uh, and, and give forgiveness and, and give uh, second chances and third chances mm -hmm. and seventh chances mm -hmm. and eight uh, chances and, uh, and, and be understanding that's going to really help to build trust in, in your relationships. The S uh, is, uh, is uh, selflessness. And this is so important. Um, we, we've got uh, to be selfless in our relationships and we've got to give uh, and, and serve uh, and, and encourage and build up and, and if we make our relationships about, if we make them not about really our needs being met, but meeting the other's needs, then what's going to happen? You, you reap what you sow, right? If, I, if, I'm, if I'm giving, then I'm going to receive. And, and if I'm building up and encouraging, then I'm going to be built up and encouraged. And so, it, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's I'm sowing that, and then I'm going to reap it. And so it just builds trust mm. into the relationships. It, it's, it's so destructive to be prideful and arrogant and and selfish mm -hmm. and that tears down trust yeah. it tears down yeah. uh, relationships and then the the last t in trust is a, is time uh, you've got to you've got to put time uh, into uh, your relationships uh, without time there's there's not relationship yeah. and without time you know, there's there's not trust uh, so so if you put uh, effort you put time uh, you put uh, work into into building trust into your relationships into your relationships that's going to build uh, trust into uh, your relationships and uh, and 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 when there's trust uh, and and it's and it's strong and it's growing it's going to make your relationships what they need to be it's going to make them life-giving life-changing beautiful uh, healthy relationships that you need and that you Desire, yes, and uh, the uh, most important relationship uh, that's going to affect all of our other relationships is the relationship with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and how we enter into that relationship is we trust Him. That's right. We put our we put our trust in Him, uh, and yes. we say, "I trust you. Uh, I trust everything that you've done and all that you've said, and and who uh, you are." Mm. Uh, so, so tonight, if you're trying to do relationships without Jesus, you're going to fail. Uh, it's not going to work. They're not going to be life-giving and, and beautiful. And, and because of it, uh, you're going you're gonna to find, uh, instead, of, instead of abundant life, you're going to find a, a meaninglessness mm. to, to life. You, if you're going to succeed at relationships, first you've got to succeed at your relationship with Jesus Christ. And, and all that takes is just believing in Him and trusting Him as Lord uh, and Savior. Uh, so I'd like to pray with you uh, tonight. And I, and I just ask if you've not trusted Jesus or if you just want to renew your trust in Him, uh, that you would pray uh, with me. Just repeat after me. And let's pray together and, uh, and place our trust 
uh, in our Lord and Savior, yes. Jesus Christ. Pray with me, will you? Uh, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the Son of God, that you came for me to save me and to bring to me abundant life. Yes. And Jesus, I declare tonight that I trust you and I put all of my trust in you. I trust you as Savior and I trust you as my Lord. Jesus, I open my heart yes. and I ask you to come in and be my friend, uh, be my Savior, be my Lord, be my King, be my forever passion and help me to to not only have beautiful relationship with you, but to have beautiful relationships with others. Yes. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you. Well, Before we end, can I just do something real quick? Yeah, I just absolutely. felt like this was just from the Holy Spirit. There's somebody watching or who's going to listen to this in a podcast that is having um, a difficult relationship. It's strained. Um, it's just under heavy burden it's just it's just it's just a strained relationship and tonight you're thinking as you're watching or listening about relationships you're thinking it's just impossible situation well just let me encourage you tonight that with God all things are possible and so I just want to take it just a minute and just pray for that person right now yes. again so if that's you right now just believe let's just believe we're going to pray for your relationships to Thank be mended Jesus. Um, that they will be beautiful yes. um, relationships. Father, we just pray for this individual, or maybe it's Thank a couple you, of people Lord. right now, God, that that are struggling with relationships. Maybe it's a relationship with a child. Maybe it's a relationship with a family member or, or a spouse. Or maybe it's just a, a friendship, Lord, that's just gone bad. Father, I thank you tonight that you are... Um, the mender yes. of broken pieces. Yes, and Father, amen. tonight, Lord, we thank you that you are putting together all the pieces for this person. Lord, that you're going to make an impossible situation possible. And Lord, you're speaking to their heart right now to just change some of the things in their lives, Lord, that they've maybe done wrong or, or that they haven't listened to the Holy Spirit about. But God, you're going to begin to give them an action plan to, yes. to work these relationships yes. back together, God, and make them thank godly, you, beautiful relationships. Thank Father, you, we thank you that you you are, are going to bring about the answers, that you're going to bring about everything they need in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Well, one of the uh, most important relationships that you need uh, is, uh, is relationship with the saints, uh, with the people of God. Uh, so go to church uh, this Sunday and uh, connect with God's people. Yes. Uh, and uh, it'll refresh you and encourage you. Yes, and, it does. Uh, and be a benefit not only to you, but to others. That's right. Thanks for watching tonight. God bless. Good night.